0: A perfectly fine. Fine. Okay,
1: fine. 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 You're listening to Everything is Fine in Southwest Washington, a political podcast where we recognize that everything is not at all fine and discuss what we can do about it. I'm Carissa, and our co-hosts here are Evelyn and Phillips. All right, hello, hello. Episode four. Evelyn is gone, but we have a special... Not Evelyn gone forever. is on vacation. Not gone forever.
0: <laughs> Evelyn is on vacation. We didn't...
1: Evelyn's gone. Don't worry about her. <laughs> don't worry about what happened to her um and uh just kidding she's on vacation um we have a wonderful interview to jump into with sarah schmidt
2: hello hello uh, super happy to be here thanks for having me yeah, um yeah awesome. i have been listening to everything's fine and i think it's awesome so super proud that so better than fine um yes yeah. better than fine better than fine yeah i was thinking about that on the way over here that i love the title for everything's fine in southwest washington um because i was thinking about bike infrastructure and all this stuff which we're going to talk about transportation today right hell yeah cool green transportation the real stuff um no it's all real and uh so I was thinking about that in like disaster psychology, and you, do you guys ever watch those shows like Air Disasters? Or... <laughs> no, <laughs> Air okay. Disasters. Air Disasters. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, I'm jealous. Like if I could rewatch all the Air Disasters, all the episodes again. There's also the Canadian version, Mayday. Ever heard of that? <laughs> are you, are... <laughs> no. What Canadians Are you talking about like are for any show? <laughs> um, yeah. So they they analyze uh, famous plane crashes that have happened and they kind of go through well how did it happen was it human error was it mechanical was it how do we categorize these things and then they um so I was thinking about that and and part of that and people's psychological responses to a disaster like we have this idea in our mind that everybody flips the fuck out when something bad happens and they go chaotic and try to run and shit um but in all actuality they pretend that everything's fine. And the nothing bad's going on because that's the brain's response is trying to, well, what's going on? And so the brain tries to fill the gaps and creates a little false narrative. And it sometimes prevents people from getting out of disaster situations because they're like, well, what's going on? Why is everybody getting up? Oh, shit, I'm dead. I remember
1: hearing that story about that. Are you talking about like that pilot who uh, he um, they downed a plane? I forget. It was like a cultural thing, but like he wouldn't tell his No, it was like the co-pilot wouldn't tell his pilot like what to do. Because it like, oh, wasn't yeah, cool because yeah. he was like an authority figure or whatever. Right on. And
2: um, yeah, the, the plane crashed. Exactly. And that's <laughs> it's like, uh, I forget
1: what it was, but it's
2: like a famous story. Yeah. I can't remember what specific one. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many you could get into them. They're like the forensic files. Unfortunately, there's been so many of these things that we go, oh, which one? Um, but yeah, that's basically it. It was like, we have to create fail safes. Um, because we do have this automatic cognitive response that we're not that smart. (laughs) And so we have to set up these systems, which, thankfully, we're smart enough to do research and know these things. That's the incredible thing. Um, So everything's fine is the response. But the thing that really jumps out was, like, there was this cruise ship. This is an episode that I I think they just, like, did a cruise ship or whatever for funsies. It was, like, a ferry, and they had all the people uh, drive their cars up, and they forgot to close the... uh, the door thing you know yeah to the, the ferry, and they started to sink in the night everyone was wasted i mean it was multiple problems usually with something like this happens it's like a pie and there's many slices right um and, and one of those slices was everyone being wasted and also the brain's response so a lot of people woke up in the night uh, i remember this one guy was saying that uh, he looked at his family and he's like we got to go we got to go and they were literally just standing there and and staring around and they couldn't bring themselves to fall in because they were just shocked like that and they died. And yeah. And so I just remember thinking that, so anyway, coming back from the darkness, everything's fine is a great title for, for things here because we oftentimes uh, try to pretend everything's fine. It's all, it's all good, man. That's life. That's life. That's life. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And like relates to
1: climate change specifically. And yeah, I think it's just like a psychological thing. Like, it's like, oh, the media's not talking about it. Everyone's walking around doing the same thing they're always doing. Like, clearly everything's fine here. Like, nothing to see, even though like the skies lots are lots orange us, and the ex- smoke. Exactly. You, <laughs> don't, you don't even need a fucking report at this point. You know, no, you, all weird. you got to do is look outside and have lived a certain amount of time and been like, okay, this is like different from what I'm used to. This is not normal. Past
0: when this started, which wasn't that long ago, like 2020 was the first time we had one of these really. Mm -hmm. deep like smoky orange hellscapes Mm -hmm. and now like it's it's oh we had that before this must be just a natural thing it comes around every once in a while that's fine acceptance yeah i remember
1: yeah like being a teenager and visiting montana and seeing one of the the pink sun you know and that that was like that felt like that was a special thing that happens in montana because it's dry and hot (laughs) and everything and like that shit never happened here and then now it's like
0: all right this is what we're doing people fucking talk about like the weather has always changed or some bullshit it's like dude i've lived here my entire fucking life things are not the same as they were when i was a kid and i'm i'm very deeply alarmed
1: that's, That's why I don't a... get why like the Gen Xers and Boomers don't get it. It's like you guys have like lived the longest. Right. You I think they know. do. I
2: think they do get it and I uh, just think it's not gonna No, they want us to believe to that they don't. They're dividing yeah. us and divide divide and conquer. I know a lot. I sorry, I just thought of. I was just, "Don't say that." I know specific boomers and, and Gen Xers <laughs> that do give them. They <laughs> I care <know> some specific. <laughs> and I kind of stand <laughs> up for all amount
0: right now. One of yeah. my best friends is a boomer.
2: Well, there's a lot of people already at the table. I think with this experience, um, with with me trying to become more involved in getting a complete active mobility network in in Clark County, mostly in, in Vancouver, and and trying to connect the municipalities. Like that's really what I want more than anything. And coming to this and being like, well, what's going on? Where's the shit at? Why isn't it he here? And then people are like, hey, I've been doing this for 20 years, man. It's hard. I'm the last one left. Cut me some, you know. And then there's kind of some resentment there because they have that knowledge and they they know what's going on. And then they look at you and they're like, why are you complaining? Why aren't you helping me? Um, so I think that that's kind of a, a prevalent thing, too, that I've tried to remind myself to be like, okay. You know, a lot. The system sucks, and a lot of people at the top suck, and our elected officials currently suck. But there are people that have been really trying, and those people are some boomers, some old. There's man. some good, some good boomers out there. There's some cool olds out there. Uh, and then the young people, man, they've lifted me up since I'm an old millennial. I'm thirty 36 years old. Oh, hooray! You're older than I am. Yes. I'm the oldest one here right now. Um, but, but recently I've met a bunch of super awesome, uh, through the discord app. I was like, what's discord? I, am not a gamer. Uh, so I was like, oh, I got to make this discord app. And then it's a cycle Vancouver shout out cycle Vancouver. Um, super awesome. Mostly young people. We've started getting everybody. I mean, everybody in the community can join, um, if you're interested in active mobility and cycling. Uh, so that's something that I saw this, uh, And I was, like, so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, people do give a shit. Because when you really care about something, you kind of go through ebbs and flows. And, you know, you're just like, oh, I don't care anymore. I could just do this, and it's not a big deal. But then seeing other people actually start to care, like, it inspires me to want to be like, yeah, come on, let's do this. Uh, I knew they were out there. Yeah, it's easy
1: to, like, fall into disillusionment if you're not, like, plugged in to where you need to be, you know? Yeah, yeah
0: who is this guest we've got here okay. why is and she here what's I her background? background
2: okay yeah, yeah. Tell, us
1: the, tell us about you oh my god no. <laughs>
2: um i'm not gonna like Spot. tell you all about me but long story short uh, well so my education uh i have a master's in behavioral health from eastern washington university go eagles i mean i don't follow football but i do like eagles Um, and I also have a Washington state credential for substance use disorder professional, which is like addiction counseling. Um, Oh, it is addiction counseling. It's not like addiction counseling. They always have a bunch of different names for it. They used to call it chemical dependency. There's like all these different uh, acronyms that you have to go through. So, um, that that's my background education. I've been car free in Vancouver for 10 years. Uh, yeah. And it's awesome. And I love it. And I don't want a car and I don't want a Tesla and I don't want to ride the bus. I want to ride my bike um, where I like, like, like Freddie Mercury, (laughs) right? Um, And yeah, I kind of, it's weird for me because I, I know I'm here talking about the environment and climate change with you guys, but I've always seen it more from a kind of a social equity thing. Uh, I had a suspended license for a time, oh my goodness, for non-payment of tickets, which were no insurance and expired tags, very many of them, Um, yeah, but you can't look that shit up anymore, so don't bother you guys, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, all paid off, paid off, if you know the words Alliance One and Signal One, you know what I mean, so keep your paid in full receipt. But yeah, I have a driver's license. I keep up on it because I don't ever want to have to take the test again. Um, but yeah, I never want to own a car again. I never want to have to pay for insurance again. And yeah, so sorry. So mm-hmm. what was
1: an inf- unfortunate or seemed to be an unfortunate situation for you turned into like kind of like
2: the beginning the yeah. love of your because <laughs> I rode the bus at first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I had to get ready for the bus and I was like a little bitch, you know, like I always had a purse and my makeup and I used to go tanning and like, okay, so you get it. And I was a smoker, like I was a pretty heavy smoker. So that's what I've been trying to do with just cycle commuting, but I don't think it's enough. You know what I mean? And it's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. I, I want to encourage everyone right now to start showing up for meetings in, that lives in Southwest Washington. Uh, show up to the meetings, look at the plans, because this directly affects you and how you live your life. Um, and there's a super cool webinar that just came out, uh, 2022. They wanted to do research on where we were at with the pandemic and traffic congestion and, uh, and pedestrian and cycling deaths. And they did this whole big study, and they discovered basically that um, there was less motorists on the street, but there were actually more accidents. Go figure, right? Everybody came out of their house during the pandemic. Oh, look! I have a neighborhood I can walk around in. Woohoo! And then there were people out like, oh, nobody's driving. I'm gonna speed, and uh, that's that's kind of what happened. And and people died. And there there's been this influx of of people wanting infrastructure and and so that's something that the study kind of reflects and uh there was a gentleman charles brown i wanted to cite him because i think it's the most awesome quote um charles brown who does the uh he's a ceo of equity-based cities yeah so this was this whole study was also about uh street equity which is everybody has a safe place to be which translates uh, kind of back to social equity. When we look at how we make a car centric environment, we make it impossible to have a job without a car and possible for people to transition out of poverty because they have to make car payments and pay for insurance when they could maybe take the bus if that was available to them or ride the bike or take the walk. And, um, and so that's something that is it is about equity. I personally always hated driving is a privilege. I hate that. It is not a privilege when you create infrastructure and a society that makes it impossible to move up and make it without driving. So it's not a privilege. And then they got you by the balls or ovaries or whatever you give a fuck about. They got you by your crown jewels <laughs> um, when they, they do that. I'm not, I'm sorry. I don't want to be they, them, you guys, the the power to be. But the system that, that we've ended up with... Um, has that perpetuating factor in it. Um, so it really is about equity. But this quote that I was getting back to, uh, design influences behavior and institutions influence design. So when we're thinking about roads and 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 structuring of, of our neighborhoods and parks and stores and how everything is cent- uh, centered, even our interactions with how we get on the freeway, the highway, um, that influences our behavior. And so... That's that's going to come out in how we see each other and how we travel, and it's such a huge thing that we don't really consider that built environments are built. Yeah, it's to keep us doing the same thing. Essentially, it kind of makes me think about this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if (laughs) this is a dumb quote, but like if you bake it, they will come. It's like the same kind of thing. Like if you design, if you design the infrastructure in a certain way. It's going to be car centric or it's going to be equitable to
2: everybody. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cause that's like induced demands. When they widen the roads and they add an extra lane and then they're like, it's still congested. Let's add another lane. It's still congested. Let's add another (laughs) lane. And then it gets more and more congested. the real way to do it is to diversify the modes of trans travel. Mm -hmm. So the more options we have. So I want to ride a bike you might want to drive your car you might want to ride the bus you and make those options available to everybody then it just happens Uh, and
1: especially with a bus like make it efficient like as we have it now it's like you got to wait like an hour to get on the Mm -hmm. bus and then you know like it we could just have a lot
2: more um yeah a completed bus network yes and let's go out to vancouver lake fuck's sake lower river road there's a lot of, there's support. I mean, I think they have plans to extend the bus, but I think it should go all the way to the lake. Um, I'm a huge fan of picking up drunks on the bus. I think that drunk people, yes. uh, they're scary. They uh, <laughs> they need help uh, most of the time. And yeah, whatever, it happens. Um, that's a whole other conversation that I could have with anybody if they want. Um, but let's get them off the road. and. Between Seattle and Olympia, they have like free transit, and they encourage people that are partying to get on the transit because uh, people make stupid decisions. They're like, "Oh, I'm wasted. I want to save money, though." That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't depend on them to take Uber, and so if we create environments where drunk people feel forced to drive, because it's it's all about this. But yeah, I I agree. That they transit, can just hop on a bus stumble onto a bus (laughs) yes
1: come on why not
2: um and there's a lot of good ideas about that in the the climate action plan which you guys talked about uh, i think a couple episodes back um which is fantastic but the way that these are implemented is what has me like kind of kind of hyphy like i gotta say hey wait what about us um so example is a fourth plane and by by us i mean like active mobility scooters bikes e-bikes all that uh Creating all the networks, create the bus network, close the gaps in all the networks because they want to pit the bike against the bus Um, in in this specific like fourth plane corridor. They have like design option A, design option B. And then one of those is, do we have a bike lane that goes down or do we take one of the lanes out and have a bus right turn lane um, and then not have the bike lane, which is kind of, you know, why, why is the bus, why is it? Bus versus bike and not bus versus car in terms of allowing the space. Um, right. Because right. if we don't complete these things, if we just half ass, then they don't work. Um, it's just a bunch of half measures and no completed network. So that's kind of where I was at with that.
1: And so what was that study that you were talking about? Was that um, conducted by the county or the city
2: or... Oh, the Dangerous outside? by Design, the webinar? mm mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was a national yeah, so oh, it was national, and, okay. and I can give okay. you um, the the hyperlink for it to okay. put in the... In the show notes? The show notes, yeah. Uh, and that's another thing I was going to... I wanted to put in the show notes, too, is the Not Just Bikes channel on YouTube is awesome. Um, a lot of this stuff I didn't know about, because I told you my background, behavioral health, cycle commuter, um, not too smart in other things. Um, which is something I could talk to you about too in a second when we talk about like the cognitive distortions of all this huge bike argument, but not just bikes is a YouTube channel. Um, it's based on this book, uh, strong towns and, and there's also a podcast called strong towns and it's how cities are designed to make the community effective, to be green. Um, obviously does a lot of studies on like Scandinavia and and the whole thing. Mm. Um, So like kids riding their bikes to school, how it's good for their brains and and just all kinds of stuff like that. that They've discovered and how we've designed our own cities and towns to make us bankrupt, um, ruin housing opportunities and make ourselves car centric. And so that's polluted. Yeah. And how to get out of that. Um, so that's what's there's hope, right? And, and that's why we need to be active and, and just make ourselves known. Something that really irritates the shit out of me um, is when we're called like special interests. I see that a lot. Um, and it's stupid because we're part like of the community you, too. Like, like the biker community. Or just anybody. <laughs> anybody that doesn't. Oh, sorry. Can I? I'm using yeah, my mic yeah, here. Okay. Um, anybody that doesn't isn't like in a car with their two kids and their uh, like heterosexual partner is a special interest. You know, like anybody that's not part of the dominant culture or what have you is always a special interest. And it's so stupid when that's applied to transportation, especially in my mind, uh, because the more special interests we have, the more diverse ways that we have of traveling the better it is for everybody and the less congestion there is. And so we are not special interests, but yeah, I hate special interests. (laughs) I'm just really speaking for myself because I can't speak for any committee that I'm on, but I am, I'm trying to get more involved and go to meetings and stuff. Um, and, And something that's huge is like the, there's a huge swath of the population that is like, just wants um they would ride and they would use these other options if they were safer um and so that's really something where i'm like okay because i'm getting told all the time i'm like why don't you guys just paint the line down the road finish that finish that shit you know and 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 so it's really hard to uh understand well we can't do that we have to apply these standards to it the road's not wide enough um and also if we paint that, there are people still going to want to ride there. If it's still unsafe, no one's going to want to use it, which I get. And I think that over time I've just settled for, Oh my gosh, at least give me a shoulder or at least give me a lane. Um, so I have to kind of be aware of the other demographics and how to get more people riding, And that's the biggest swath of the population is I totally would do this. I would love to do it. Uh, but this, and then they have other unfounded beliefs. Which I could tell you guys about if you want. <laughs> go ahead. Well, there's yeah. a lot of misconception about how hard it is to cycle commute. Um, so I will go back to getting personal with you. I never did sports in school. I'm kind of clumsy and weird. I she's um, Well, this was before before cycle commuting.
0: Um, I was <laughs> a smoker. Never.
2: Not really. I never really ate. I ate, like, candy and stuff. I remember when I first started cycle commuting, and then I cycled out, and I went to my work shift. And I was, like, I got off my bike, and I smoked a cigarette, and I clocked in. I was doing my work. And then I got the worst stomach cramps of my life. And I had to, like, lay down. They had a basement there with a couch. It was pretty fucking cool. That was pretty much the coolest part of working there. And uh, I had to lay down for my shift. And then they were like, well, what did you eat? You know, because it was stomach cramps. And I was like, oh, nothing. I'll just eat dinner tonight because most smokers just smoke all day and then eat a big meal later. And then they were like, you haven't eaten anything? And I was like, yeah, and I rode my bike here. And it was like, ding. Oh, the calories are the fuel to get me to where I need to be now. <laughs> um, and so all kinds of lights dinged on in my head. and um yeah and so just getting back to it it's really not difficult there's actually a UK study uh, that was done it was like why don't people ride bikes more Um, and then that's one of them is that they think it's harder than it is and it's not and especially with e-bikes now come on man Um, and and that leads me to my other one Uh, people overestimate the impact of weather it is not that bad to ride your bike in the rain if you are wearing proper clothing Um, and it's actually fun and kind of an adrenaline rush And uh, I just want to say a lot of people get seasonal depression, especially in Southwest Washington. And uh, one of the hugest interventions for that is outdoor exercise. Mm. And as long as you're prepared, it's cheaper, it's fun, um, and awesome. You get your exercise all in one there, too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about, like, if you had to go after me hard and say, like, well, there's this and this. Asshole, like you sit on your hot box and you, my hot box. What is it? The soapbox. Soap box. Soap box. Oh, <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> oh no! Okay. Did we just reveal something about? Seriously? Well, when I was googling stuff last night, I typed in the Google, and they were like, "Cyclists are annoying. Cyclists are bad. Cyclists suck shit." You know, like all the terrible. And then I had to go out of my way to find the cycling is good. You know, and
1: mm. um, I've never like thought to hate on cyclers at all whatsoever
2: (laughs) no but i mean the idea of taking the idea like of doing like when i'm saying these things it's easy because it's not easy right but it is awesome
0: right so a couple thoughts just like you you mentioned seasonal depression and how good like getting outdoors is for that and i absolutely agree because as someone who has been wrestling with depression for like a couple at least a couple years now that i've i've actively recognized oh I'm just fucking depressed. Um, And then I know I should get outside, but to get outside, you have to fight through the not wanting to get out of your bed, and Mm -hmm. and then you have to get out of the house. And then, like, so usually I don't do what I need to do to, like, handle that, because it takes, like, effort to fight through it, if that makes any sense. Mm. But if if you're dependent on, like, if you just get outside for transportation like i have a job now that i work outside all day so it's and i come home feeling a hell of a lot better than i did you know previously so that that like to have something that kind of forces you to get in get out
2: (laughs) yes that was me personally when i didn't do all season until my car broke entirely until i was like oh shit i can never drive this again this is some it's dead it's over man put your money where your mouth is and like you said, if it forces, it kind of forces you because right. you, you're poor. You got to go to work. <laughs>
0: and, and the other thing about cycling, from a couple other things from my personal perspective, I never thought about it much because I grew up like deep in the backwoods of Washoeville. Like we had to have cars. There was just no way. Yeah. So it's a 45 minute drive into town, and that's you know that's a drive. Um, but like now, I just I feel one of the things which most resonated with me about what you were saying was this, the, the issue of safety and just, like, how... Because I have... The, the two times I have almost legitimately been killed have both been as a pedestrian. Mm. So...
2: Here in Vancouver or Washougal? Oh,
0: uh, I think they were... One was in Vancouver, right by Clark College. Like, somebody blew through a red light, and mm-hmm. had I been, you know, just a little bit... Walking a little quicker on the, the crosswalk, I would have been gone.
2: Um, for Vancouver um, way...
0: It, I yeah yeah people have died there I, yeah maybe I don't know I was I was like the parking lots were full I was parked on one of the side streets trying to cross over to the campus oh, um and then the other one was uh going to WSU um so I my 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 <laughs> Your grand, educational experience my educational experience <laughs> Almost but, killed you. you know my before my grandfather died of cancer he had a like a house right across the way I would walk up to campus every day it was great but you had to cross the road on a blind corner that should have been fine unless someone was blowing through there at far too high a speed, which at one point someone did and just barely missed me. I think it, it, it was a weird thing where like time slowed down and I just like, didn't even yeah. just kind of let myself be in the moment. And if everything's it happens, fine. Then, yeah. Everything's, <laughs> everything's fine. Cause there's nothing I can do. Yeah. So he, he missed yeah. me and he, he yelled, what did he? Oh yeah. He yelled dumbass back at me. Cause he was, he oh, was. Yeah you know and that's the point where like dude if you weren't going away on the, your little fucking motorcycle so fast you and I would be like having it out right now oh yeah i am not a violent person but that's one of the dudes i did legitimately want to punch Go get
2: his um,
0: but yeah do no, cuz it was just and and again there's only so much you can do you can look you can listen you can you know bolt across the road like a rabbit but there's there was really no better options for um for doing that crossing and i just i so
2: at a school. That's what they want. And yeah, it's. I used to ride to Wazoo from mm-hmm. uh, Orchard's area. So I lived on 28th by the Winco. Shout out my favorite Winco in town, <laughs> and Winco on Andreessen. Um, but yeah, I used to live in that area and then I would ride out to Wazoo, go past uh, the Wendy's, Costco, 88th, take, uh, take that all the way down right. and then go left on 159th and it's scary, and people are always like, "Oh, you climb the big hill." It's like, no, the hills are rolling hills, man. It's the cars that are going to kill your ass because mm-hmm. uh, they've they'll run over a kid right. at a bus stop,
0: right? And and so, like, if I have to make one crossing and I almost die, but then, like, if I get hit by a bike on a longer commute, then if if I'm in a car, maybe I have a chance. If I'm in a bike, I think I'm pretty much splatted. Is yeah. like my personal concern with like one of the reasons i personally love, like just don't do bikes as far as a commuting thing um i love the idea i love the fact you don't but have to use but you would are you part gas. of this
2: group that are like interested but worried for safety is where you'd be like if say there was a completed network um like like in Bellingham or or a lot of our our cities in northern washington Do you feel like you might be open to it? I feel like I might be open to it. Okay, let's do this shit. I would. (laughs) (laughs) You get a bike. You get a bike. You get a bike. Uh, Uh, That's the
0: other thing. I would need a bike. Um, But yeah, I I, I like the idea, but also I'm not like entirely comfortable with.
2: Do you mind other people biking?
0: You know, it kind of, it's a weird thing. Because when you're when you're in a car and you've got you you've got a bike and that bike doesn't have like you're you're both trying to share the same lane there
2: yeah
0: it it makes it weird for everybody because you've got to get you've yes. got to slow down I'm so glad you've you got to get up. around the thing without mm-hmm. like being hit yourself by oncoming traffic you've got to worry about that little person on a bike with no protection that you are passing in a big metal box at like yeah. however mm-hmm. highest speed you have to get up to to pass them I don't like. You know, running into bikes because then there's, there's, you, so you gotta get by. Them. Lane, if they had their, their own lane, you would have to If they had their own lane, I would fucking exactly. want to see every bike I could see out there.
2: And that's part of the, uh, I'm so glad that you fucking said this because uh, that's what I want to talk to you about is like, We have this uh, adrenaline response when we're driving and we're trying to survive. We actually are aware that we could die if we screw things up or kill somebody else. Uh, I'd like to think that we are on a a subconscious level, at least for some people. Um, But because of that, we have a heightened stress response. And that's where like road rage comes from—fight or flight. We have this adrenaline going. You mean everybody on the road? Everybody on the road. Me, you. Got it. Got it. Everybody that's traveling, um, because it's a fear response. We're protecting ourselves, and that can cause us to get hyper aroused, and we blame the cyclist or we blame the driver and we don't look at the infrastructure. Um, So if you've ever had like a road where people always, they never turn right here. They always stop at the stop sign when they're not supposed to. Oh, they're so stupid. Are they? Yes, they are. We, most of us are stupid. I'm stupid (laughs) as fuck. But if that's happening all the time, maybe there's something wrong with the way we're designing it because we have to design things to make the stupidest of all of us do it right and not kill each other that's how we travel as a community um of stupids i guess but yeah that's why i'm i'm so glad that you brought that up because it is part of that that adrenaline thing that i wanted to talk to you guys about but definitely and then um that there's another cognitive distortion that so so cognitive distortions are like negative thoughts that we have in our heads that are habitual Um, That can lead to like anxiety and depression and that's how we express our anxiety and depression for the most part Um, and and one of those is grievances with others. So when we talk about that, that is like and and that's a self self uh, serving bias. So so there's the fundamental attribution error which is when we um, make someone's uh, situation completely their fault and we fail to recognize the outside environment or other factors. We want to hold them entirely accountable. That was you. You fucked up. We have this system and you were the one that screwed it up. Punishment or what have you. And then say that shit happens to us, oh, I was running late because I got up late because so-and-so didn't turn on the alarm again, or whatever the hell they're whining about, the self-serving bias person, mm-hmm. um, which we all do both of these, by the way. We oh, all yeah. do them. Yeah,
0: that's actually a fascinating idea, uh, for lack of a better word, that it it changes based off perspective.
2: Yeah. Confirmation bias. Confirmation bias, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: Because, like, I've been there. I've been on both ends of that. I've been like, you you fucking asshole. This is... Yeah.
2: I hate uh, when bicyclists ride poorly because I'm like, you're supposed to be my team. Now everybody hates us. You you're like, you're a representative of the bikers. Yeah. How dare you fuck this up. And that's <laughs> like- stupid. That's dumb of me, you know, because I shouldn't care. that. Or if I'm like, um, I can't show any negative aspect of cycle commuting. I can't be like, oh man, today this happened. Because I feel like, oh, everyone's going to think it sucks. And I got to hold on for the team. And I got to step up and show them it's the greatest thing ever, which no (laughs) one gives a shit, you know? But uh, (laughs) it it is, we we get to thinking like that. Because of her, yeah, the hyper identities and the cognitive distortion, and so those are a couple of cognitive distortions. And then ultimately, what we're dealing with with all the climate change and in, in general, that is dichotomous thinking, black and white thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you can absolutely be a uh, a MAGA Republican and love to ride your bicycle. Um, I could maybe come up with a couple. George W. Bush, who's not a MAGA Republican, uh, is actually like. Was a a cat racer or something. He's like a really good cyclist. uh W.
1: You know, so. he's a a painter too, right? <laughs> he paints his victims. Did you know that? He
2: paints his victims. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he fucking paints what? like wounded
1: soldiers and shit. Oh, that wow, he sent. Dude.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. That he sent to war. Wow. They're pretty, pretty yeah, creepy. You could, you could be and a they're actually kind of good. And-
2: and What's be a that? cyclist you could be anybody and be a, it's a fucking bike it's a way to get somewhere um there's a lot of shitty cyclists out there <laughs> i saw a forensic files episode where a guy killed another guy while he was riding his bike it was part of his getaway um so yeah anybody can ride because a bike is a thing um and so i i it's really hard when it's like that black and white thinking well i like a truck so i won't ride a bike um it's ridiculous to me, and there's people that mod their bicycles with a gas-powered motor. It's a thing, and it's kind what of funny. To me. It's cool that, and that goes back to man. There are so many smart people um, in their own ways. So that that's another cognitive distortion is uh, expert false expert. So false expertise. So if I was sitting in front of you right now, trying to talk to you about cars. <laughs> And engines, and you know, all I know is like the battery, the alternator, and maybe because I drove for seven years, I'm not totally out, but I didn't take care of my car very well, apparently. Um, but yeah, so if I was trying to talk to you about cars right now, just because I know a lot about this bike thing, you know, so that's kind of that, or Elon Musk, we give him. Creed and stab an opinion on anything just because he's a billionaire just because he's good at some things does not mean he knows all things and we we apply this expertise to so many so many things so that's another um cognitive distortion that's all a part of this sorry i was just trying to be like cognitive distortions what are more a lesson on cognitive because it really is about our mental health too um when we talked about the outdoor exercise and then exercise in general And they're discovering that that's part of this social equity is that children especially need healthy communities where they can go outside, they can walk around, they can grow. And when we don't invest in this infrastructure, and when we don't invest in infrastructure in low income and BIPOC communities, then these children grow up to become adults that don't get these things. And it just perpetuates the trend. And that's another reason we need to complete a network um i was super like i love the cap for the city Um, but one of the metrics for increasing a network like a mobility network is uh checking out the maps of people in low-income areas and like well you know the low-income people got to go to work and they're probably going to work in the high income area on the waterfront with the restaurants or whatever they're gonna be community they're gonna be riding everywhere yeah like like uh philip just said it's not just the the crosswalk you know, way out at the end of his journey. It's the whole time and the whole road that needs to be safe. And so that's just something that I hope that we don't have to split hairs with that kind of uh, implementation kind of. So that's that's something that I encourage everybody show up. We have the opportunity to shape these, uh, the direction and the plans. And that's really exciting. There's so many smart people, the, the people that have already been working on this, that work for the city and for the county. Um, but... I think we're going to talk about the county and how how that is. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about the county? I don't know because I wanted to talk about a couple other things. I have. Go, the, yeah, go. Yeah, you guys can't see it, but I have this <laughs> terrible <laughs> clipboard with weird handwriting on it, and um, yeah. So I just wanted to end that with like the mental health. is this is all connected. People um, people they talk about the homeless population. People going into treatment, uh, they need a community where they don't want to hide in a room and do drugs where if that's preferable, you know, or we don't oh, yeah. just heave ourselves into a vehicle and heave ourselves into chairs constantly. And in rooms, we, uh, it's just, it's not good for our mental health. And especially when you're trying to establish a new lifestyle and new activities and you need to get around and oftentimes you don't have a license. And so when we talk about bringing people up instead of keeping them stuck where they're at we need to make these options available um so that that's another uh side to this coin or slice of this big crazy pie uh that i wanted to mention oh 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 shit i almost forgot i made a list a list okay is that okay that i have this list oh, shit. no list okay. allowed the list it's kind of weird but it's um some benefits and secrets that you may not have known about cycle commuting
0: Okay. okay okay there's uh, only five uh, don't worry okay so top five
2: top five yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to be top 10 and so i started at 10 and it's written from 10 to 5 so it's kind of there's some other secret secret shit i'm never going to tell you until you prove yourself you'll have to
1: enter the discord group for that there's, one. There's, oh yeah yes. nice okay um and you'll unlock those secrets um, i'm sure there's never... a somewhere
2: <laughs> yeah. oh a secret vault yeah i won't write that shit down i don't have a diary i swear Yeah, Um, you never have to give anyone a ride, ever. Uh, I don't know about your backgrounds, but I've given some shitty people shitty rides and got nothing out of it, and it sucked. And just being someone's driver driver is shit, okay? (laughs) It sucks. And then, yeah, and having a car is kind of a liability. Can I borrow your car? And sometimes they'll just take it. Yeah, we won't get into that. But yeah, I never have to give anyone a ride. They never ask me, and it's cool. They never ask me, and I never have to say no. So there's nothing bad, right? It's just cool. Oh, she don't drive. She's one of me. Yeah, whatever. Don't have to give anyone a ride. Um, then this is some of these are some research-driven data, data facts. Uh, cyclists who drive. So if you do both, uh, you're better behind the steering wheel than motorists. Yeah. So if you do both, uh, you are better than everyone else. If you cycle, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, kind of okay. data shows cause you're more aware. Um, mm. you're more hyper-focused, you're more in tune. And when you ride your bike, you don't have any blind spots. There's mm. no thing around you. Um, it's always shocking to me what people like I'll be looking right at someone and they're just looking down at their phone and they're getting closer and closer. And I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? Um, and, and always wear daylights by the way on your helmet so when you look at them they see you that's that's a big one sorry that's not part of the list that's just a warning (laughs) that's a good
1: a good tip okay
2: um cyclists have more white matter connectivity in their brains what yes so uh, more parts of the brain are connected. They build up that white matter. And uh, you, could, you could say this for all exercise, uh, but there was this weird study that was like the, the pedal movement that they specifically studied in this, increase the white matter. Um, and on that same note, this is another one. Cycling enhances memory and reasoning. Um, so that's another. Yeah. Okay, very nice. I know. I, I'm like, okay, so I would really fucked if I didn't cycle. <laughs> um, because if it's enhanced imagine what some of you all could do imagine that because like i said earlier it's really not that hard yeah yeah um and, and on that note i think i was telling uh carissa about this the other day is that people have said oh why aren't you more fit why aren't you like super skinny and you're always cycling it's like i no. I eat muffins from Winco just like you, man. And It's just, I mean, you could do this and, and kind of look like this, you know? And so it's kind of, yeah, that, that goes back to that. Sorry, a hater's going to hate, you know? Uh, that's another, that's what I'm coming to now. Some people really hate you when you're a cycle commuter. They fucking hate you. You're always going to be a symbol or whatever. But most people are very supportive and um are interested and that that's what i found and i and they they think it's great and it, it's something that i'm like yeah you know it, it's very encouraging so that's that kind of goes back to the biggest swath of the population is interested but concerned for safety oh my throat's going out here the fire excuse me oh oh i'm two two five. You are always on time, for the most part. I know, I might have been a little late today. I'm sorry. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> you guys, well, you guys don't to know where I came from. You guys don't know where you I came from. Yourself. But hey, hey, aren't I always... Have I ever been late to work? No. I'm usually the one that's late. <laughs> or <laughs> like walking you would in know. right out Yeah. You're like, I wouldn't know, because I'm always coming after you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I have pretty uh, i'm pretty punctual man uh because cyclists and active mobility we have more predictive commutes so your ass is getting on the freeway you're stuck in some weird shit you don't know what's going to happen it may be you what um, crash or whatever yeah is going exactly on. yeah um but i'm just plugging along and yeah there's a crash on like mill plane or something all right i'll turn this way not that it doesn't suck um and then not that there's a lot of options for cyclists but uh yeah so it's it's a more predictive commute so those are just um little secrets that I'll share with you for now about why it's awesome. Um, and and of course the obvious ones are no car insurance, no payment, no involvement with the court, no involvement with the DOL, um, actually having money, not having to work a second job.
1: I think that's the biggest thing right there. Like when I think about like all of my bills, like rent, that's probably number one for everybody. And then number
2: two is like, Paying for your car, your car mm-hmm. payment uh, and your car insurance. Yep. yep something yep. you can't fix. Do you have the knowledge on how this machine works? No, you have to pay somebody for it, <laughs> and they <laughs> make they the do. machine more specialized. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you have to pay more and more. And and that's what sucks about is it. like I'm not a a car hobbyist. I don't give a fuck. I want to get to where I'm going, and I love to be outside and I want to be active. I also wanted to bring up something too about sidewalks and walking. Um, so sidewalk projects 500,000 a year is what both the city and the county allows for sidewalk projects on average okay. um, and sidewalks are expensive as fuck and they cost upwards of like a million and they are the responsibility of the property owner so um, and I think this is something that, that we discussed is like the equity uh, Carissa sorry <laughs> I keep nodding my head to the audience I keep nodding my head it's horrible but um, That's something that we talked about was like, if you don't own property, like you don't have a say in the infrastructure, basically. That's what's kind of frustrating for me. And with the housing, it's like, how do we get into being property owners? It's blocked out for us. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So we have this
2: voting block that is uh, mainly concerned with their property taxes for them. Um, And... And that's really and then they don't want to build up their sidewalks to make our infrastructure better because they just want to live out in the woods and keep us in our whatever sorry i need to ramble and
1: like i mean i don't know it's like at this point doesn't it seem like there's more of us renting than like owning property anyways like aren't they a minority at this point it's just like why do they have so (laughs) much fucking power and yeah like they're they're i mean they have political power too they're because they're the ones like paying attention and they and they they feel they're empowered they feel like they have power because they have money they have wealth they have a stake and the rest of us live here too and we all deserve like an equal say so i mean that's that's just a matter of people like us getting involved in politics Mm -hmm. and uh what's going on in our communities but little mini rant there but yeah no, that's
2: that's exactly <laughs> it we we it's need to vote the renters yeah. need to vote we need to be aware because that's the only way that we're going to get these changes um and i'm not saying property owners this is not a war and you guys like right. at all we're part of a community um but these changes happen and we get things done if we vote as a community and we get mm-hmm. the roads finished um people are dying in their cars too and that's, and out in those rural roads, they're more likely to have accidents and, uh, people are getting DUIs all the time on rural roads. And, mm-hmm. and that's really something that we need to consider too, is that infrastructure is bipartisan. Let's get the shit done. And how do we get it done? And so, yeah, let's, let's talk about the County. I took some little County notes. So I was kind of, um, cause you guys talked about the cap like two episodes ago, right? The city's mm-hmm. cap. Uh, the it last one, the or, last episode, the yes. last one. Oh, okay because um, there was that part in there about annexation and how if they annex parts of uh the county that they can extend um these this parts of the climate action plan into parts of the county that aren't being developed and that would be so awesome because the county doesn't have projects for those areas already specified um and, and that's in orchards north sipton um and, and so that's that's pretty cool um, there's also county projects for Hazel Dell. There's some out in Richfield. Um, and so these are projects that have already been identified. Uh, and there's, these aren't even 20-year capital projects. So there's the 20-year capital projects, which they have to pay for and get done first. And then we can start working on the bike greenway stuff. And obviously, they're trying to implement that with any new construction, such as like SR503, which they're going to be fixing um but the big thing is we really want the network completed and there's uh people don't really understand the importance of maps with finishing these infrastructure projects and so oftentimes you, you will think oh i'm in vancouver it's vancouver's responsibility it's actually uh the counties because of the map and uh it, it's kind of funny that you're like well who do i who do i talk to about this is it the city or the county and a lot of people don't recognize that disparity. And because there's such a disparity in the governments, as we know, um, there's it's hard to maybe get things done. Maybe they're not coordinating. Um, some of them are, like I said, there's very hardworking people in, in bo- on both sides. Um, but they're not getting the support they need from elected officials. So when we were talking about uh, the annual budget that was set for the county and how they voted down the 1% property tax increase, That the the general fund for the county is in a deficit right now. Uh, and, And so we're not we're not providing services that people need. And part of that's fixing the road. Part of that is law enforcement. Um, and because we're running at this deficit and we have to raise taxes to pay for it, sorry. Um, And I would love for these genius minds to come in and and work through the administrative failures. Like we need both really, if we wanna actually get things done because if we just use half measures, then nothing gets done. And then that money that we used on a half measure is a waste uh, because it must be completed. So that's why Don Benton is an asshole.
0: Um, <laughs> There's our episode title. Don Benton is an asshole. Yeah, well, Sarah Smith.
2: Which I think that Evelyn did a good job, and all of you did, of talking about what an asshole he was um, or is. We did a but great he's a job spoiler. calling him an asshole. He is. He's a spoiler. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what he worked doing for Trump is to be in a position where he could do things and then didn't do anything to make the position have no value. And that's what their political style is. That's what his idea of being a politician is. We actually just, the county had to pay his ass. We, we, uh, he sued for wrongful termination because he finagled his way into a job he wasn't qualified for, (laughs) right? (laughs) And then they got rid of the department. Him and his friends sued for wrongful wrongful termination and then he got a payout. And now he's running for county. Um, I saw this news thing where it was like, Don, do you think the county, like, this will affect your chances? He's like, no, people give me. Yeah, they do, asshole. I don't know. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, but he's always like, oh, we won't raise your property taxes. And Washington State uh, only allows counties to raise it 1%. And That's so small. That's so little. Yeah, but we were saying it would have, if they would have voted that in uh, 2021, it would have raised, for an average $445,000 home, it would have been $3.85 per year. Um, but what's his argument? <laughs> what? Yeah, That's nothing. But property <laughs> taxes. are outraged about that. They That's have the point insane. of the rent. So they're like, housing sucks right now. The rental market shit, too, because landlords will pass that on to us, the renters. They will pass out the raising of the property taxes. They'll pass that on to us. Um, but I think, and, you know, maybe, I mean, the, I don't want to be a false expert because this is not my area of expertise at all. But if we have more affordable housing that increases the supply of those things, that mitigates the the rental increase for us, right, as renters. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're able to, and part of that supply and part of that affordable housing is infrastructure. We have to build ways to get there. We have to plan it. Um, and a lot of people that are against these big projects, where they're like, not NIMBYs, not in my backyard, um, that scream and cry, don't build that here. And then at the same time, they go, well, you don't have the roads for it. And it's like, okay, we're coming, dude. So we either plan this <laughs> shit or it's some half ass shit you don't like. Um, and that's why we all need to come to the table we really do the more ideas the more voices the more we come out with the best the best outcome um and so I want that to happen I want the person that's against everything to show up at the meeting and tell tell me why so I could figure out how to make them happy because I got to live with them too um and I really want things to get done and and so that's That's kind of where i'm at with that i'm sorry i went off on a kumbaya and i forgot we're talking (laughs) about the county Uh, but yeah i just i think that we talked about property taxes oh and the county too is hemorrhaging job positions Mm -hmm. so we got a bunch of engineering positions open a bunch of program coordinators get your asses out there and apply get in there and i was thinking also why why does anybody want to work there?
0: So, so as far as like applying for things, I think the the number one mental block there is I'm not qualified. What right. The, what the hell could I even? <laughs> how, right. how do I
2: even? And tell your friend who is <laughs> right. Well, well,
0: yeah, that's that's one thing. But also the people who are legitimately not qualified and assholes and just have a huge opinion of themselves have no, you know, they're fine with like running for this shit. Um,
2: you bring up such a good point because there was this article that um, someone, John, my friend from the Bicycle Pedestrian Advisory Committee sent to me and it was all about how mid-sized cities actually created a network and it wasn't, they split the amount of engineers they had and they had marketing and funding and people that knew how to um, run a movement, right? Mm -hmm. And do what you're doing. And so they split that and they got the money and the and everybody was able to contribute to the planning and so that's kind of um you bring up a great point Is like well what what are these positions how can we reorganize these things how can we maybe have a local internship how we can we involve clark college and washington state university civil engineering students design your own community there you go i don't have to pay your ass. <laughs> yeah but that that kind there, of stuff there, yeah there has yeah. to be
0: qualified people out there that just aren't stepping up to but the they plate. don't
2: want to work at a county I was where say, they're gonna work their
1: asses off for well you yeah you were saying like obviously like the city council as it is right now is more attractive to like an engineer or whoever yeah than the, the county same. that has its history and um you and know they I mean? work like, they
2: they all work for public works we kind of and that's what's really confusing too it's like what's going on here public works and then some for the county some for the city Um, And then then there's the Washington State property, the Department of Transportation. They have their own land, so it's all this crazy geographic... And that's the thing, too, is that you have to have like the engineering qualification, the geographic information system qualification, Um, and not a lot of people are into that. I don't know. I think it is because they don't want to work so hard and not get their projects done, maybe. Uh, And then there's all this talk about the divorce that happened the city and the county both talk about it as the parks the bigger divorce (laughs) this is the parks department divorce so about 10 years ago and keep in mind this is just some word on the street shit at the meetings um that there was the divorce that happened 10 years ago where the city took over their part of the map and the parks in there and the county took over theirs and they don't really coordinate with one another um and it's part of a greater effort that the county was making to consolidate, um, in my view, from what I see, mm-hmm. weird ass rural Republican redneck power shit out in the woods. Oh. Um, and so they wanted to have the county and then they were like, oh, I have the city. But I don't think people realize that if you live in an unincorporated part of any city, be it Battleground, Camas, Washugal, mm-hmm. Vancouver, you are at the whims of these county people. So, yes. if you could read about all this shit on, on, oh, the climate action plan, cool. You better hope for annexation because that's not going to happen for you.
0: Right. No, I'm keenly aware of this as someone who is in unincorporated Vancouver. I'm not in the city.
2: Uh, Me the too. city
0: can yeah. do as much cool shit mm-hmm. as it wants, and then I can support it as, as much as I am and will continue to do. But also, we got to get the county council to be functional and not fucking terrible
2: yes and another way to do that and this is good but you and others like you need to get your asses on these commissions you need to infiltrate man okay so i sent this to carissa the other (laughs) night i was because you know the city's recruiting and also the city is recruiting planning commissioners um they're struggling with getting a diversity of people applying so anybody listening get your ass out there what
1: are the qualifications for that job that would be Um, my question there as
2: well it's just i don't know i mean i desperate enough to take me
1: that's the question
2: well and the (laughs) thing is too i read the handbook um like skimmed over it and it's it's something to where i decided i wouldn't want to do it because i couldn't be impartial you have to be both kind of a judge there's a lot of laws and rules involved Um, And I was like, I I won't be impartial. I do want to talk to people about things all the time and not have to write it down. Um, So that was something. But, yeah, I I would encourage – I mean, we could put that in the show notes, too, links to apply. Mm -hmm. Is that – Oh, yeah, uh, that's
0: totally cool.
2: Oh, and I was getting – so I was like, well, what is the planning commission for the county like? And I don't know this for sure because I just judged on their first names. Seven members, all men. What the – this city, I mean, it's, it's boggles my mind and I get that it's because people don't apply and they don't realize these commissions exist or what have you. Yeah. And there goes back to women in STEM and, and I don't know. It's just that kind of shocked me. I was like, Oh, of course dude every time i talk to lt on the phone when he's coming
1: home he's like there's another car crash like he's just like always witnessing car crashes like every single fucking day yeah. just commuting across yeah. t-
0: well, watching <laughs> watching the traffic and even on the freeway today there's just this asshole swerving in and out and flipping people off behind him and it's like dude oh, I'm, I'm going fucking 75 or whatever like you're passing me like i'm going backwards and swerving through traffic what the
1: and it's insane. like think of like all the like idiots and loons that you know and they're like they oh, all shit. have cars they're, <laughs> they're all driving <laughs> the fuck around like and you're and your fucking grandma that's too old it's like the, no one took her car away from her she's just driving around she's ready to fucking hit somebody it's like we need, <laughs> we need but to we're too afraid to, to hurt where... grandma's feelings yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like can we just like move away from this car centric shit because it's not working i mean yeah like every day i get on sr 500 and it's just like it's just, it's backed up for, for forever, it feels and like. most yeah. people
2: don't want that. They don't want to have to live like that. No. It's the horrible. only reason I do it is
1: because that's the system that's in place. Yeah. So, yeah. It's all about design. And,
0: and nobody thinks it's about it because it is the system that's been in place for, like, as long as we've known it. So we don't think about the exactly. system. Exactly.
1: Everything is fine. This we're is just, We're just living
0: <laughs> in the system and have been living in the system. Therefore, this is how things must be. You know, I, I it's taken me like until the past few years to really be able to imagine, you know, alternatives and a different future to like the thing that we have and have always had. I don't know how to how to say this.
2: No, I I feel like I understand what you're saying. Um, and if I didn't have this experience, I wouldn't be so gun ho about climate change, I feel like because I can look at myself and go, well, I'm already doing that shit. Even though I come from a background of social equity, but I'm not, there's some other sacrifices I could make that I don't make for sustainability.
1: Well, and the biggest thing is, is systems change and like that, that infrastructure is part of that too. You know what I mean? Like we can all like personally make choices, um, you know, here and there. Like I definitely advocate for that as well, but like
2: we have to change the system or else like we're not, no one else is going to change, you know, how do we come up? And that goes back to, like, the property owners. Um, I'm not trying to say there's some, like, ruling class or whatever, but it's, it kind of makes me think about that. Because if they have a higher, they, they have a stronger voting voice, and yeah, the they're politicians... they're more
1: vocal, they have more power. Yeah. Like, therefore, I mean, it's true. I mean, I wouldn't call them, like, members of the ruling class, exactly. But they, they rule around here, certainly.
2: Definitely, yeah. They better take their taxes, <laughs> pay for my shit yeah and they're like that's socialism you're building the road and it's like you use the road too um but i don't want to make people up and that goes back to me that's my cognitive distortion is that i assume others attitudes you know there could be an unknown factor in a specific neighborhood by their house that i have no idea of um and that's why we all need to come to the table and talk yeah uh, because i don't want to push that side away and create people i don't know um, which is something I do all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's my big one where I have to go, people that do this, they probably do this, and they probably do this. And then I go, wait, do you actually know anybody that fits this description? And then I go, no, I'm just being a dick. I'm ranting, you know what I mean? And and so that's how I kind of bring myself back. Because, um, yeah, I've had people honk at me before, and then I'm dropping C-bombs, and then this lady's like, hey, I support you. You know, I'm not the one that honked at you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, and I was very angry for a long time, just in general and uh, and then that when you're on the bike, it gets you get the adrenaline rush and you and then you have to remember you know people only know what they know, and um, there's ways that I ride now that I didn't ride before because I have more safety knowledge and more knowledge of the the network that we do have that has a lot of gaps but um, yeah, so it it does definitely go both ways and yeah, it's, it's good. To, it's just traveling. It's just getting your ass to where you need to be. Uh, yeah, but there is more about lived experience, not accepting this environment. You know, we made this shit. Humans, fallible humans made this. And, and we are also amazing and smart when we all come together and we can design some better shit for ourselves. So vote your asses off. Educate yourself about where your county counselor stands. Um, just educate yourself about the council
0: Yeah, the council like The council meetings are available To, if you don't want to go and participate You can at least see what's happening
2: mm. um, On mm-hmm. Zoom, and right? Aren't they on, still on Zoom?
0: I don't I To be honest, I stopped paying attention To the county council in Like mid-2020 when Eileen Quirin Was on her like, <laughs> Just nasty shit I, I I had to stop for my own mental health And I just never got back yeah. to listening to it um, Vancouver city council. I've listened to a lot more because like I was supporting the Kim Harless campaign and like okay. actually working to get a good Vancouver city council. Now the thing has shifted back to like our priority is the County. We've got an opportunity to get some really good people on there or some really, really awful people mm-hmm. on there. Um, so like we're, we're concerned about that, but I haven't.
2: Oh yeah. Michelle Belcott is an, is an asshole too.
0: Oh, Michelle Belcott is a, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. I just, I didn't, I wanted to piece mention A work. Well, I just think anybody that, the thing that really made me like, oh, because I, I expect people, oh, there's always the third bridge thing. Shut the fuck up about third bridge. We got other thing we're going to talk about. They're going to replace the I-5 bridge. They're going to do it. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. But when she was like, um, about, about housing and homelessness and talking about some of these organizations, we should just get rid of them. They're underperforming. Let's just get rid of them. It's like, no, let's improve them. Let's yeah. create more. We yeah. don't just do that. That's not how we make progress. And that showed like a piss poor administrator, too. Yeah. like someone that just goes in and throws it all away or throws their uh, cheese. and none of it makes sense
1: either. She's like, oh, like there's not like what we have is adequate, but also, acknowledging like there's still people on the street so obviously it's not adequate but yep. then like actually there's too much so we need to defund it all <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you talking she about doesn't here? know also dude on her fucking website it's really bothers me she has like a picture of a homeless camp and like people in it i'm like did you ask those people if you could put this on your like these everyone takes pictures of I'm sorry. outside it, of like, shares kind of disgusts me like every time i see it i'm like you you're just putting this on the fucking internet and it's like yeah. literally people probably in the community that like are humans that I know have dignity it's outside
2: share house that's what she people, is that what it yeah everybody rolls up there and takes pictures fuck it's kind of crazy but okay. yeah it's fucked oh, up. yeah her Michelle Bilcott, she's out there taking pictures like she did that <laughs> the, so. yeah, like she's personally out there. she's a one issue person she just cares mm-hmm. about the i5 bridge replacement and then she's like shit I gotta have an opinion about homeless people well of course I don't like them where are we gonna put them Mm -hmm. These they're still around. So the places that are working on it, they must suck. You know, that's kind of and vote, please. And I just I think uh, so Carissa and Philip and and Evelyn allowed me to uh, help interview some of the candidates before. You were going to.
0: Oh, yeah. Before this podcast yeah. even existed. And yeah.
2: Chartisha really impressed me um, because of her background. Chartisha Roberts. Yes. Chartisha Roberts. Uh, we were talking shit on Michelle Belcott. <laughs> so positive. There's Chartisha Roberts uh, who's running against her uh, and her background with TriMet. Um, and I just think that. <clears throat> excuse me. Being like in the administration, the administrative role there, and and working for that organization, she knows about transportation, um, and and that district needs these projects done. Yeah, Hazel Dell. Oh my goodness.
0: It's going to be a massively uphill slog to get Chartisha elected over Michelle, like which Mich-
2: is shocking to me.
0: It, it is. It is shocking, but Michelle is somehow the
2: science
0: running a really, what seems to be an effective campaign. Chartisha is is. Not at this point in time, for whatever reason. I just... I don't see... I don't think it's...
2: You're worried. She's not I'm, getting her I'm, name out there. I'm, yes. And...
0: We're all worried. I haven't yeah. seen
2: any of her signs. I've oh, only I've, seen Belcott's signs.
0: No, I've, I've seen a couple... A couple, but, like, Belcott has her signs plastered everywhere. And if you're just going by, like, name recognition, scanning the voter's pamphlet when you... When you get it, which is all some people have time to do... Um, yeah.
1: And she's also very present on social media. Like, she actually she's, has an Instagram account. Right. I know Shartisha has, like, her own personal one, but, like, she's got, like, a campaign one where she just, like, constantly updates. Michelle right. so has an Instagram account? Yeah, I
2: follow her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you, Bell God. I don't know. I guess because I don't have Instagram, I always think Instagram is, like, instagram hotties you know like someone's just posing selfies in their bikini and shit and so when you were like i think that's called (laughs) well has anyone
0: checked to see if michelle has an only i
2: don't want that opportunity (laughs) oh no
0: (laughs) just some some really far right flag shit going on yeah oh oh, no um
1: um anyhow yeah like yeah i mean just like the social media game is better i know not everybody is on social media like you know I know you're not Schmidt so um, but it's just like those, those basic things we're not Get exactly the, seeing with the the Shartisha word right and now yeah. and, right. and the thing is oh go ahead
0: Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say like the, the primary results Shartisha was lagging behind quite considerably and that's mm-hmm. not a good like she needs yeah, to pick, the she most needs people to,
2: voted in that district too I think
0: yeah okay
2: uh, that would have the highest voter turnout uh, oh, it did? for that di- I think so I think I wrote that down I'm well, and the thing is,
1: like the third person in that primary was Kim Hamlick, who she strongly advocates she says i'm I'm the middle person, I'm the middle person." However, when you look at her um the things that she cares about, she aligns way more with Artisha than she does with Belcott. And if Artisha is not able to make that distinction, then she's not going to pull kim's voters to her
0: right and that's those
1: might go to belcott
0: that that would be it's it's an absolute necessary necessity yeah um to be able to like draw those voters i think i fuck i don't know i'm just some asshole and you know with a microphone well
1: i mean because kim gotta get a a big uh chunk of the electorate there you know what i mean so um yeah she
2: could or if people knew what the issues actually were because people just vote r like, right. oh, it's yeah, a Republican. Yeah, yeah. And if they realize, mm-hmm. oh, this person is just going to take this job and not do anything with it, not get anything done, be a spoiler, put up an in God we trust sign for no fucking reason, then why, <laughs> yeah. what, you know, what is the point? Like, once they knew that that's what they stand for and that's what they're going to do, it doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or Republican. Um,
0: well, I mean, the county, the county council race is nonpartisan. Yeah. yeah. So it.
2: Although people have made their conclusions about yep, that's, who is what or that's what. That's a whole different problem, yes. Yeah, who aligns yeah. themselves together, right? So when they support, yeah. so if Belcott's like, I support Joe Kent, I don't know if she said that or not. She but goes to we campaign, know. or yeah,
1: she went to a, a recent event that Joe Kent was at. Yeah, yes, I don't think Shartish a... is going to show up at a Joe Kent no. event. No. Um, yeah, and uh, Belcott also aligns herself with Nancy Barnes, who's running against oh um, Don Steinke. Good grief. Yeah, as I far like. As I thing. know that's a non partisan thing She works thing for you, too, but
2: she clearly. Do you like that, Nancy Barnes? She works for you. No shit, she works <laughs> for us right now, and let's hope <laughs> she leaves. You she's, know, like what is that? Yes, very good. I get that. How is that advertisement?
0: She's like what a thirty-year incumbent.
2: She's already been here. Let her keep doing what she's doing.
0: Ah, Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, and we should just say like. I mean, we, we said this in previous episodes, but yeah, uh, Sue Marshall's the one running against Don Benton, the yes, the v- guy v- we've been v- talking v- shit on. Vote so. for,
0: <laughs> for Sue Marshall, support Sue Marshall, and really go and support Shortisha Roberts. Oh, Get
2: out. Benton. I hated Don Benton recently. He said, so they're trying to build that um, mental health facility out in the county, and Don Benton right. was like, this is in his district that he's running for, and he was like, it's a place for the criminally insane. It's like, what year is it? What? Yes, what year is it? (laughs) What year is it, man? What a nut job. Um, Yeah, so there's just kind of backwards-ass attitudes. But he's, he's smart. He's not stupid. And that's what's scary about him is that he's part of that, you know, the strategy of let's put these people that don't want to do the position in the position so that's us getting rid of the position. You know that Trump... Yeah. Exactly, put the coal lobbyist in charge well, of the EPA. Except, exactly, or, you know, the yeah, that's Don Benton. Like that. yeah well, n- none, of them, none of them are stupid. Like,
0: I, I find them all to be very... Like, what
2: about Eileen?
0: <sighs> <laughs> I, what
2: yeah. about her... Do you, I honestly think that her cry about not th- recognizing systemic racism, I think she really doesn't believe in systemic racism. Mm. And she, I think she's kind of, I, I mean, I, we're I, all.
1: Yeah, a lot of white olds don't believe in it
2: either. Yeah, no,
0: she was, she was a white, <laughs> old, angry child, like really. Yeah, just
2: but do you think out. that that equals... I, i don't know yeah. i don't know i don't
0: care because she's no longer around like you're right, from you're right. from the current crop of people we are looking at who could be in positions of power okay. like joe kent is smart um fucking michelle belcott i think is smart and at least on some level of running yeah, a yeah, good campaign you're right, you're right um
2: and that's the scariest part about it yeah right. that's what i'm saying is like don benton is smart they and so it's it's frustrating um that they yeah, are yeah when you see the and, uh, the good guy can't
0: yes and meet as,
2: them where they're at as far as like strategy you think they're more and, organized yeah you think that like
0: I think the, the Republicans in general are way more organized than the Democrats yeah because we
2: fight with each other we're always like oh, I wanted you to do it like this so fuck you
0: yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, the the, vo- the
2: I local the no, local. Yeah. I made us all cry. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a leftie." No, I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> lefties are always like fighting each other over strategy. But yeah. that yeah. might just be more of an online thing than like a real life
2: thing.
0: Anyways. I mean, maybe. It I, comes I, out.
2: We're all rogues and we all want to be special. <laughs> That's another cognitive distortion, pluralistic ignorance. Google that shit. It's like you think that um you're the only one that gets that You know, we're all just going through the motions man and I'm this rebel in my head and everyone else just gets up and goes to work every day and I see the truth (laughs) and we're all thinking that shit we just think that we're not so that's why it's pluralistic ignorance Um, but yeah it's a weird ass concept I would love to um, maybe when Evelyn's back to have a a kind of a a more deeper discussion about cognitive distortions Mm -hmm. and the way um, it's hard for every one of every generation to process climate change and changing our systems and our own environment and just how, how we got a lot to overcome with our reasoning. And, um, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Cause I love talking about, um, how we all suck and we're all stupid, but <laughs> how we're also all amazingly intelligent. Well,
1: um, and that's like the huge, you know what I mean? It's like, we have the science, we have everything, but like, it, it's like really like the psychology that's absolutely. That's, fucking us up here and you know accountability denial yeah like if if we don't figure that out somehow
2: figure out how to overcome that like yeah it goes back to that thing they say well um people are getting. it's a misconception that people are getting smarter over time you know it's actually that no there's been a few smart people over time that have made incredible changes that we've all benefited from once they've been implemented. It's actually that we're all, no, it's true. Is that we are all average as fuck. Um, and that kind of, I mean, there's greater things to say about that, but, uh, and that's okay. We just have to know that. And, and me, I, I like to use myself as an example because I, um, I'm very average and I've just I felt so good working yeah. on this stuff recently and meeting other people that yeah. I give a fuck about it and having my voice heard with the thing that I think that I know, because there's a bunch of shit that I don't know. Most of the things I don't know, um, but I do know about this and it's important for our future. And so,
0: yeah, let's yeah. do
2: this, everybody.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's not going to be one great hero who rises up and solves yeah. the climate crisis. It's going to be a bunch of average people mm-hmm. like pushing for what needs to be done. Like that's where my the hope is. super friends. That's where my <laughs> hope is. Is in regular people, like, it's true. finally getting their shit together and coordinated enough to make real change. Because I know it, it's it's possible. It's possible. It's all how to get there.
1: Yeah. Necessary and yeah the loudest most confident people are not better than you no,
0: actually they're probably dumb as get shit
1: over that <laughs> shit in your mind because that is what is stopping you from like taking the next step to right. like do whatever you right. care about the, and just like get in somewhere also don't make it a huge thing like just get in somewhere, somewhere.
0: yeah where and you can help you yeah know? no the the egomaniacs the narcissists the power hungry assholes yeah, like, they're the ones they don't, they're, like they're the ones who are running and,
2: and <laughs> i gotta say though and i'm not trying to be an asshole um <laughs> But when Occupy happened and I was like, cool, we're going to do this thing and we're going to do like Occupy Vancouver. And you go to these meetings and you have these wannabe Zach De La Roca's trying to run the shit. And there's like these social justice warriors that just want to tell everybody what to do because they're more concerned with their ego than actually getting shit done. And so, so those people
1: crop up everywhere, not or pop exactly. up everywhere, not exactly.
2: No, Um, and exactly and that would piss me off. I'd be like, what is this bullshit? You know, and and I have to check that within myself too. But I feel
0: like the ones who pop up on the right are running for office and I feel like the ones (laughs) who (laughs) pop up (laughs) on the left are just destroying the movement.
2: Yes. That's the problem. We're getting
0: it from
1: both
2: ends. Yes, oh no. That's the diagnosis, dude. That is it right there. Oh yeah. Uh,